Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Taz, Jim, Devin, Peacock here. I want to give a shout out to our friend Rodney who sent us this article. He said, hey, Taz and Jim, think you'll want to talk about this one. There's a website called Seeking Arrangement out there. And according to this website, more than 300,000 students have used its Sugar Daddy and Sugar Mummy dating site. Many of them are in desperate situations with their university fees that have risen 40% in the last decade. The average yearly tuition is more than $6,000 a year. Okay. Seeking arrangement, hooks up, sugar babies, which is a gross name. Come on. Can we not think of something better than sugar baby? Sugar babies with sugar mommies and sugar daddies. And the baby will get $2,925 a month for spending time with their sugar daddy or sugar mommy. Okay. I have a list here of the universities in Canada and the number of students that have signed up to be sugar babies on this website. Number one on the list, University of Toronto. 1,170 sugar babies kicking around U of T. (laughs) York University, 836 sugar babies. Waterloo, 381. McGill University, 805 sugar babies. Carleton University, 615. Then we're going out to Alberta, British Columbia, Saskatchewan, Guelph, Ottawa, Winnipeg, Montreal, Fraser Valley, Ryerson University, Vancouver Island University, Laval University, and at number 17 on the list, pretty far down there, the University of Western Ontario. Hey, we made it. How many sugar babies do you think there are kicking around UWO campus? According to my calculations, 173. (laughs) Higher. Uh, Higher? 422. Lower. 250. 318 sugar babies. Hmm. 74 new sugar babies signed up this year. Looking for sugar sugar mamas, sugar dadas. This is straight up prostitution, right? <laughs> well, not necessarily. A pretty good chance. Well, all you're doing is meeting a friend who wants to help you out. They uh-huh. want a friend. You want a friend with money. You're going to have to touch their genitals at yeah, some point. Sure. <laughs> but But I mean, there's a lot of people in relationships who... You know, they reap the financial benefits of a relationship, mortgage payments from their boyfriend. They'll they'll get car payments or girlfriend or girlfriend. Sometimes I knew a guy who dated a 40 year old when he was 22 back in the 80s and said it was the best thing he ever did. She bought, bought him clothes all the time. Did she really like was there a connection? Did he really like her? No, not really. He liked her, her clothes that he bought him (laughs) that she bought him. It's prostitution. Not really. This, this is like a glossed over prostitution. It's like a put a little lipstick on that thing and pretend it's something it's not. What's, Dev, do you agree with me here? This is prostitution. It certainly sounds like What's prostitution. What's so wrong with prostitution? <laughs> well, it's, you're not allowed to do it. It's, it's mild. Illegal. It's mild prostitution. Just because something's illegal doesn't mean you sh- it's bad. How would you feel if one of your sisters you found out was on this website when she went to school? Uh... 
I wouldn't be happy. How do you think your dad would react? Uh, I, I wouldn't be happy because it's taking the easy way out. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it's taking the easy way out. So you're okay with it? I don't think it should be illegal. If you were going to the University of Western Ontario and you had to pay $6,000 in tuition a year, would you consider becoming a sugar baby, Jim? Without a doubt. <laughs> if, if I'd have any takers. But, you know, I feel like I wouldn't... You gotta think there's more sugar daddies looking for sugar babies than there are sugar mummies looking for, for 100%. Sugar babies. 100 Like, first off, I'd like to... Can, can, I, can I become a sugar baby even though I don't go to Western? You're a little out of the demographic, I think, brother. Well, I, mean, see, I just want to get in there just so I can change it from the inside and just get rid of the sugar baby because you have said sugar baby at least two it dozen times. It sounds so creepy, doesn't <laughs> and it? I don't like it. What could you call it, though? Sugar receptacle. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> but it's consensual. <laughs> right. What about a, like sugar studs? Sugar studs and sugar studettes? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm just... The gummy bear. I'm just trying to help them out here. Sugar daddy and gummy bear. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't really work. <laughs> I, I think this is prostitution. I would be... If this was my daughter, if I had a daughter and I found out she was doing this, I'd be so disappointed. And she'd be disappointed if she found out you were on the other end. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Imagine there's a girl going to Western and she goes on this website and she's scrolling through the profiles of the sugar daddies and she sees her actual daddy. Oh, my God. Hi, FM 96. Hey, it's Rob. I just had a comment about the sugar daddy. Are you a sugar daddy? I, I am not, no. But uh, I actually went to the uh, the Royal Blood uh, Queens of Stone Age concert in London when that uh, when that happened, and I saw this actually. Um, there was a girl beside me and a very old man beside her, mm-hmm. and I thought she was I thought she was there alone. So I actually was thinking about uh, making an advance on her, and I kind of started to talk to her and stuff like that. And then I saw this old man grab her by the the waist, and uh, <laughs> there's got to be at least like forty years difference here. Like he's at least 60 she's maybe 20 what did and, he look uh, like oh <laughs> i'm not gonna <laughs> point the old guy out I, was he um, a good looking older man is there a chance no, that she was just dating no, him no, no. no chance because no chance. there was a physical attraction there or zero chemistry chance. zero he was very uh he was balding and uh he looked like he was Mid sixties, zero chance. <laughs> was it me and my wife? <laughs> <laughs> this guy was Maybe you never know. <laughs> he looked. He was pale. Oh, bags God. under his eyes. <laughs> but but I asked if she was okay, and she said, "Yeah, he's with me." And I I can only assume that that's what's going on there. But I've heard a lot of stories from like I've heard a story from a friend that used to do it, and she said that the nothing sexual has to go on. It's usually just like, well, not usually, but in her case, it was like expensive arm candy. Like she would go to events and go on dates and be seen in public with the guy mainly. Okay. And that's kind of what he wanted was just to be seen with a pretty girl type of thing. But uh, to each their own, I guess. I don't know. That's what I understand is you kind of lay down the ground rules before you get into the relationship, right? So, hey, I'm willing to do this. I'm not willing to do that. Yeah, and then you have to agree on whether that's cool with both of you and whether the guy wants to pay that amount of money for, you know, if you're not cool with doing anything sexual, then 
he's going to be paying that amount of money for nothing sexual and he's fine with that, then Ooh. that's what you're going to do. Well, you keep working hard, and maybe in 30 years you can be a sugar daddy too. Just like I'm that guy that you saw at the concert. <laughs> your hero. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't have to, but thanks. <laughs> hey, FM 96. Hey, Chaz. Uh, good morning. You a sugar daddy? No. Oh, no. darn. No, but... Um, I don't see the problem with it. We're all paying for it one way or another. That just allows people that are, are uh, financially set to have a little more selection. <laughs> okay. And it allows people <laughs> who aren't financially set to make some money, possibly on their own terms. Because what we're, we're hearing, what they say about this website is they get to work out like it's a deal. It's an arrangement. It's a business deal. Yeah. What if a rich lady hired a young guy to be a security guard? But you know what else is a business deal? What? Prostitution. You know what else is a business deal? Marriage. <laughs> Kinda. You have to sign a contract and everything. I still can't figure out why they haven't legalized prostitution and taxed the hell out of it like they do everything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to do that, and then there'll be a lottery to see which one person in every city can open a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I'm surprised with the number of text messages coming in, people saying I'm a total prude, Jim. Yeah. Well, what's the difference? What if what if uh, a 60-year-old guy met a 20-year-old girl in a bar, and he st- they, he, they slept together, continued sleeping together, but he was paying her every month? It's prostitution. No, it's not. Kind of. Prostitution... Is like picking a stranger up on a street corner in your car. Is it not? No. Well, here's a text message. This website is more like an escort service than prostitution. The difference is you pick up prostitutes on the side of the road, but you plan ahead with escorts. (laughs) This is a responsible prostitution. (laughs) Here's one from Jordan. The word daddy has been so sexualized that I will not allow my future kids to call me daddy. (laughs) (laughs) One piece of advice, if you are going on this website, seekingarrangement.com, and you're a sugar baby, uh, looking for a sugar mommy or a sugar daddy, just make sure you use protection because you don't want to end up with some sugar grandbabies. (laughs) Our buddies Luke, Tom, and Carson from Ivory Hours are in studio. Good morning, guys. Good morning to you. Uh, this is exciting. You guys are involved in Juno Weekend. You guys are going to be performing where tonight? Tonight we're at Toboggan uh, Brewery, yeah, doing our Juno, uh, Juno Fest showcase. Do you know what time you go on? We go on at midnight, but as Ooh. you say, the bars are open late, so yeah. that's Prime time. early on. Yeah, that's just when you just need to show up at midnight now yeah, and still get a good four hours in. Midnight's the new 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Well, that's fun. We're just getting ready to go uh, Facebook Live if you want to watch this performance. Jim's nodding his head. We're good. We're on Facebook. Hi, Internet. How you doing? <laughs> You just almost bailed hard on Facebook Live. You okay? I'm good. All right. Uh, Our friends from Ivory Hours in the FM 96 studios, we've got Luke, Tom, and Carson. And they are... I thought you would have rehearsed this last night, but uh, Tom, you were like, uh, "What song are we doing? How do the drums?" Now go? Tom doesn't live in my basement, I so uh, heard this we didn't actually get time to catch up. So here you go. Okay, so this is live from the floor here. Uh, one of Ivory Hour's favorite all-time Canadian artists and songs. What are you performing for us here? It's "Run to You" by Brian Adams. Love it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Say 
love for me could never die But that change if she ever found out about you and I Wouldn't hurt her if she didn't know Cause I win it gets too much I need to feel your touch I'm gonna run to you I'm gonna run to you Cause when the feeling's right I'm gonna run out night I'm gonna run to you She's got a heart She'll never let me down But you're the one that always turns me on You keep me coming round I know what love is true It's so damn easy making love to you I got my mind made up oh, I need to feel your touch I'm gonna run to you And this is what I'm excited for, Juno Weekend here in London. You've got all these musicians in town taking part in Juno Fest. You never know who's going to pop up on stage. Uh, maybe some band performing another band's song with that band. You know, like, you guys must be excited to see a bunch of the artists. Who oh, are- man, they're amazing events. So, yeah, just check out the Juno page because there's lots of stuff you wouldn't even think of. Last night they did live Q session with Bahamas and stuff like that. There's just... Um, there's a ton of events that you might not even have thought of. So, Who are you guys? Who's Ivory Hours hoping to bump into over the next two, three days? I have no idea, man. There's like... Sarah McLaughlin. That would be <laughs> that would be one. a treat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Brian's rolling around. I can tell him what I did to his song. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be nice to see Brian Adams. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just lots of like industry people around who are good to bump into. And uh, you guys excited to see you at midnight, which is the new 8 p.m. That's right. <laughs> for this weekend only. It's prime time. <laughs> Over at Toboggan, if you have a Juno Fest wristband, go check out Ivory Hour. Luke, Tom, Carson, thanks for stopping by the show this morning and enjoy the Junos. Thanks for having us, last. We are playing our favorite St. Patrick's Day game. This is an annual tradition. Is Patrick there? Mm-hmm. James Patrick Kelly is going to take the wheel on oh, this one. I, did, I, did, I. I just watched the play Vigilante at the Grand Theatre, so I'm ready! <laughs> they had the, the good Irish accents oh, going yeah, in that? it was about the Donnellys, right? Yeah. So yeah, all Irish all day. Oh, I guess the Donnellys are. Oh, jeez, why'd you burn Pretty my Irish barn sounding. down? Why'd you burn my, my barn down, you big goof? <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> I haven't seen the play. I think it's done, but if they come back through, now I know a barn gets burnt down. Okay. Arlene is our contestant. Hi, Arlene. Hi. Hi. How are you today? Fine, thank you. How are you? Good. Are you ready for St. Patty's Day? 
Oh, I sure am. We've got $100 in Lotto Max tickets with Encore up for grabs with Is Patrick there. You just have to guess when we call an Irish pub in Ireland whether or not the person who answers the phone is going to be able to find a Patrick. What do you think? No. You're saying no. No. Okay, we are calling just uh, we're calling a place called Sean's Bar. They tout themselves as the world's oldest pub over in Ireland. Apparently a thousand years old. And you're saying no, we will not find a Patrick. That's true. Okay. You ready, Jim? Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Sean, is this Sean? This is uh, Sean's bar. Oh, Sean's bar. Hey, I'm just looking oh, to see yeah, if my no, brother's no, there. No. Hello. What's that? Sorry. Just looking to see if my brother's there. Hello. Sorry, I've just a bad line there. I can barely hear you. Can you hear me? I'm just looking to see if my brother's there. Your brother is it? Yeah, Patrick. Patrick is Patrick at the bar there. He said his brother might be there. Short, red hair, from real American. dumb face on him. Where, where, where are they from? What's that? Where are they from? About two blocks away. He said he was going there for breakfast, and I haven't seen him since. Uh, no, there's, there's no one here. There's no one here. There's no, we don't do breakfast here. Well, that's what. He's a liquid breakfast kind of lad, yeah. to be honest, you know? Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? He's a bit of a problem yeah. child. No, there's no, there's no one here. On you sure? His no ears kind of stick out like a, like a car driving down the street with both doors open. Yeah. Short red hair. On his own. Would it be on his own? No, it would, do you got it? Maybe he's over by the karaoke machine or by the jukebox. He loves you too. Loves cannot get enough of Bono. Good stuff. No hassle. Well, he's not here anyway, so we'll have a look there. Just yell, Patrick. Is Patrick there? Patrick, put me on speakerphone. All fine. Put me on speakerphone. I'll yell his name. He knows the tone of voice. I'm just like his dad when I'm mad. Patrick, you squirrely son of a. Get home! You've got gardening to do. They're gone. Oh. That's a no, Arlene. You said no. That's right. You just won a whole bunch of Lotto Max tickets. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. No problem. Let us know if you become a multimillionaire, okay? I will. Your peacock. Sports time. Your Devin peacock. peacock, what do you got for us? Well, there's an interesting comment uh, that Jim and I were just talking about uh, by uh, Joe Bowen, who was saying that um, the the Leafs' recent struggles uh, has illustrated the need for a captain. Uh, I saw that. I'll quickly just read this tweet for everybody who hasn't seen it. Uh, Joe Bowen says, Sometimes a C on a jersey doesn't mean much, but the at Maple Leafs' recent play, I think, shows this team needs a captain. After this week's on-ice and off-ice activity, that C should be put on Morgan Riley's number 44 jersey right now, in my opinion. You agree with that, Dev? I do not. Uh, first off, it's not Austin Matthews will be the captain. He'll be named the captain either the, in the summer or in spring. Uh, in spring I was going to say uh, in training camp next year. It's going to be Austin Matthews. It's Full not going to be Morgan Riley. It's not going to be Morgan Riley. Why? Because uh, Austin Matthews is the best player on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's just how it's going to be. But also, will Austin Matthews. Be, will will anyone as the captain solve the issue? Do you think, no. or does it have to be Morgan Riley? Like, the, in terms of what we're talking about here, like if Morgan Riley or Austin Matthews or anyone else is worthy of being the captain and they are a leader, the letter doesn't matter. 
like the letter really is just is mostly important in terms of on the on the ice and you know work talking with the officials and, and stuff because the captain does allow to go talking during penalties and stuff during these types of situations the media is already going to Riley they're already going to Matthews they're already going to the team leaders anyway for comment they are already doing what they should be doing so the fact that you have a C on your jersey on the ice shouldn't impact what you say in the locker room so the Leafs don't need a C they need some D well, they well also that's true. They do what? need they do need some D defense. I mean, oh, okay, okay. They do need to be play, like it all comes down to defense. They need some big D, <laughs> hard D in the corners. I mean, like the whole concept of the captain, I think, is a bit overrated. I mean, like so, like John Tavares right now, he's an assistant captain. He uh-huh. was a captain in the Islanders. Is he? Are you saying he's not like captain worthy for the Leafs right now? When te- when guys are like Patrick Marlowe's a former captain in San Jose. Like you, you have all these leaders already there. When are like, there too many leaders? Because that, that can be an issue. If you've got too many people who are trying to steer the ship, it can cause conflict. Do you think that's going on with the Leafs? I don't think. I, I think the problem is um, they are a little bored where they are in the regular season. They have been able to uh, skate by for the majority of the season by outscoring their competition. We are getting into the nitty-gritty of the end of the season, and we're starting to see playoff hockey come out, and they've got to adjust. They've got to play better defense. They've got to be more committed uh, to protecting their own net. They cannot be hanging Frederick Anderson out to dry. So regardless of whether you have a captain, uh, a million assistant captains, or whatever, they have to have that commitment to defense. Kaka. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.